It's time for gabbing with Jason, so hip lane settle down. It's best you just call him Jason when they see him around town. He might as well throw the script away. He never follows it anyway. He's trying to find the joy in every day. So listen up, cause we're gabbing with Jason now. What you been doing, what's been happening, he's gonna ask it all You never know where it's gonna go, but it's gonna be a bomb So make yourself a drink or two Jason's gonna pour some Malibu Now he's ready to share some fun with you So say hello, we're gabbing with Jason now Hi, and welcome to Gabbing with Gason. I am your host, Gason, or as my friends call me, just Jason. Hi. Hi. Yeah, we're doing a, a kind of a shorter episode uh, as we gear up for next uh, episode, which is the start of season four with Gabbing with Gason. So, um, and also, I'm a little stuffy. I don't know what happened, but about 20 minutes before I got ready to start recording, I had the sneezles so bad. It was like, and so like, it's a sneeze, but it comes in multiples. So I call it sneezles. And I think I sneezed for like, I don't know, it was like 20 times. I thought I was dying. I was like, I'm, I'm going to die sneezing. And I thought, well, you know, if I go, at least it's dying sneezing. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, again, I'm your host, Gason, or as my friends call me, Jason. Anyway, um, so yeah, we have we have a short show today, and that's okay. Uh, we're going to do some taste testing for you all, and uh, yeah, got some got some treats. I don't I don't know if they're treats or not because I'm getting I'm getting real conflicting reports from people, and uh, we're going to uh, do a quick Dilfs recap tonight, and uh, we got some exciting news and a sneak peek of something else. So yeah, yeah, so we'll get on with the show. So what I enjoy is a good soda. That's how Stewie says it on Family Guy, the soda. Um, I like a good soda. Um, what I don't like is somebody screwing with my soda. So uh, we have two sodas we're going to try tonight. And um, the first soda is, <clears throat> okay, have y'all had Pepsi Mango yet? Pepsi Mango is good for about the first 30 sips. You know, you're about a fourth the way through the bottle and you're like, okay, that was delicious. I don't want any more. It's a straight stopping point. I have not found a single person that can uh, finish an entire bottle of Pepsi Mango because the, I mean, it's good, but the mango just hits you. Okay. So Pepsi jumping on the bandwagon that everybody else does when they keep changing their soda flavors up has come out this year with their 2023 limited edition Peeps flavored Pepsi. So it's Pepsi Peeps. I'm not kidding. It is in a yellow label. It's got a peep chicken on the front. Peeps, the little marshmallow things with all the sugar that I am not a fan of Peeps. I think maybe when I was a kid, I liked them because of the sugar rush. But as an adult, I'm like, Bleh. I don't enjoy the peep. I think they're adorable. I don't want them. I'm not going to eat them. Don't buy me peeps. 
Uh, so, I mean, I feel bad for this soda because it's already kind of got something against it because the fact that I don't like Peeps, but I do like Pepsi. I'm really weird when it comes to that. I don't, I don't know why it is, but I like Diet Coke, but not Coke. And I like Pepsi, and I will tolerate Diet Pepsi. I'll tolerate it if that's all they have, you know, if I'm not in the mood for a Pepsi. So, we are going to try Pepsi Peeps or Peeps Pepsi. Whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah, give it a second here. We're going to pop open the bottle. I wish it was a bottle of something else. Pour it into my little cup here so you can hear some sound effects for you ASMR people that enjoy it. Okay. Gonna let that fizz down a little bit. Oh, my God. It smells like marshmallows. Right away. It smells like marshmallows. So... At least in the bottle. When I put it... No, there it is. Okay. I had to get my nose into the cup. I look like an idiot. But okay. Here we go. So it smells like marshmallows, which makes me wonder if it's going to be more of a a marshmallow flavor versus a real super sugar. So that, that could be okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Huh. It's like if somebody took a Rice Krispie treat, blended it up into liquid, and mixed it with Pepsi. There is a, ooh, that is a marshmallowy aftertaste. I'm going to take one more sip, uh, and then I... Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, yep, that is, that is, that is what that is. <laughs> uh, you can... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a chaser. I don't know why I think about bringing a chaser. I got to get a mouth cleaner. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, that is something. That is something that nobody likes. Um, I'm sure somebody enjoys it. Uh, oh, God. That, that is a marshmallow aftertaste. Okay. Uh, we will have a challenger. Uh, in just a moment, we're also, uh, we're going to take a break because Papa's got to go clean out his mouth. Ooh, bitch. Ooh, Papa needed to clean out that mouth. Ooh. Ooh, bitch. I haven't had something taste that bad in my mouth in years. Ooh, bitch. All right, I'll stop. Anyway, okay. Um, for the past couple of episodes of this show, I have been doing some mini recaps of my new guilty pleasure. Uh, it's a TV show called For the Love of Dilfs. Which stands for Dads I'd Like to Front. And um, it is a show on Out TV. It's an eight-episode series. Uh, this recap is going to cover episodes six and seven. So if you skipped over episodes one through five, go back and listen to them. Rude. Anyway. And then we'll, in the next episode, we will cover uh, the season finale. So it's a reality show hosted by Back in the News, Stormy Daniels. That's right, the porn star. Love her. We're going to talk about her in a little bit. And it is a bunch of daddies uh, in a mansion with a bunch of himbos, so people who are a little bit younger, uh, seeing if they can find love. And then if they find love, supposedly, um, they have a chance to win 10 grand. Not 10 grand a piece. It's 10 grand to split, I believe. Um, anyway, 
so the show is hosted by Stormy Daniels, and I was not kind to Stormy when I first started doing these recaps, and she has definitely grown on me, and I would like to be her friend. I'm just going to say right now. Pretty sure Stormy Daniels doesn't listen to my show, uh, but, you know, if you know Stormy personally, I, hey, girl, um, I would love to interview you. I'm um, pretty sure that she wouldn't, but if anybody knows Stormy Daniels, and want to please get her on my show. I love her now. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> Um, each show, the, the himbos and the daddies like meet up and they pair up to do challenges and whatever challenge they win, uh, they get to go on a solo date while the rest go on a group date. And, um, there's, to me, I only think there's one couple that's actually in love and that's daddy Bobby and himbo Nathan, who I have a massive crush on. I would date Nathan in a heart beat. Um, and then. I guess Daddy Gordon and uh, Himbo Mateo, who I also love Himbo Mateo, uh, but I don't like Gordon. I think he is, Gordon is the type of person that I would not uh, be able to be around for more than maybe five minutes without wanting to um, eviscerate him with my wit. So anyway, the boys, they all pair up um, and they have some conversations before the challenge starts. Um, Daddy Bobby and Nathan flirt in the pool and it's cute because I want them together. I do. Um, Stormy comes in and she tells everybody that the challenge this time is a compatibility test. And what they have to do is they're going to be blindfolded and sitting with their partner and they have to, uh, Stormy will ask a question and then they have to, and I love this. I think it was cute. This is probably one of the few challenges that I think was good and I appreciated um, for its kind of creativity because I've also been pretty harsh on the challenges because sometimes I feel like they, I, I don't know, I, I need to be a producer on the show or a writer or something. But anyway, so this challenge, they're blindfolded and they have to answer a compatibility question with a yes or no answer. If they agree with the statement, uh, they hold up a green flag. And if they don't, they hold up a red flag, which is kind of funny. Um, and I have to say that I think this is probably, uh, again, one of the better challenges because we kind of get to know the couples and to win the challenge, it's to see which of the couples get the, um, most, I guess, most, um, compatible answers so if you get you know yes on one question or if you both pick no on a question it's to see who's most compatible and um i will say that stormy's face this is why i'm starting to love her her facial reactions to the answers to some of these questions was brilliant i want to meet her anyway um ugh, i'm so disappointed mateo and gordon win I don't think it's that I'm jealous that Gordon is with Mateo. I just don't like Gordon as a person. I didn't like him when he first started on the show and then he got with Mateo. So there might be a smidge of jealousy. I can be self-aware enough to say that. But uh, anyway, um, plot twist. My other, one of my favorite, favorite people on the show loses. It's Tony and Tokyo. Remember Tokyo is the one that did the rap. He twerked on the dinner table. He is crazy, uh, insane, fun. Uh, I don't know. I love uh, Tokyo. There are some people that I'm pretty sure don't like Tokyo, and that's fine. Um, but I enjoy him. I enjoy his youthful energy. He's just funny to me. But he was really mature when he found out he uh, uh, Tony lost. And what happened is the twist was they lost, so they have to leave the show immediately. And nobody was really prepared for that. It was a pretty big deal. Um, the other plot twist is that Mateo and Gordon then get to choose the couple that is being kicked out. 
as well tonight. So that puts a lot of power in one couple's hand, especially at somebody that I don't enjoy. Uh, Stormy decides to meet with Jeffrey and stupid Tony, who I hate. You all know that I don't like little himbo Tony. I think he's the most fake individual I've ever met. Um, he's just awful. I don't like him. Ugh, I could not be in a room with him. He actually reminds me of someone in within my circle that uh, I don't claim as a friend. Um, which I think is why I also dislike him so much. Anyway, um, she tries to like figure out if there's like a feeling there because in the past episodes, uh, stupid Tony was with another guy. That guy left the show and Tony had to find the only other single person, which was Jeffrey, who I vibe with Jeffrey, not in a physical attraction way. I just think he's a nice guy. Um, and he was just kind of left out by himself. And so they kind of got paired up together. And then all of a sudden, magically, Tony starts thinking he has feelings for him. It's so lame. Uh, and it's totally fake. Like, everybody can tell. Uh, Mateo and Gordon get a boat date by themselves. The rest of the boys play out at the pool. And um, nobody cares. <laughs> just because nobody cares. Like, nobody cares about their date. Um, I... You know, there are three individuals on the show that I legitly cannot stand. It's Tony, obviously. The 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 gentleman, I'm going to be very nice, the gentleman that named himself Prince Joshua, and then stupid Matt. Um, I don't like Matt. I don't like Matt as a person. Matt is very attractive. He's extremely gorgeous. But his uh, personality is revolting. So I just want to fast forward every time those three are on, especially Joshua, especially Joshua. I would rather be stuck with Tony and Matt than have Joshua in the show. Um, Bobby and Gordon have a talk about, so apparently, which I didn't notice, and I think this is another problem sometimes with the show is the editing isn't 100% on point, but apparently Daddy Bobby and Daddy Gordon have become friends on the show. And Bobby basically gave Gordon an ultimatum that was like, if you send me and Nathan home, I will take it personally. That'll destroy our friendship. Um, when I was talking to Peter about it, he didn't really like it. I, I get it because it's like, you know, I relate to Bobby enough that I that I get where he's coming from. He's like, you know, I have a chance to find love here. I'm, I can't say that I'm hundred percent in love with him, but I, there are so many strong feelings. And if you kick us out tonight, that will destroy everything that we've worked so hard to build. Um, meanwhile, Mateo is talking to stupid Tony and, um, Nathan and Mateo basically calls Tony out. He's like, you know, I feel like everything that you say you've already said about the last guy you were with. And, um, he finally asks him if he's attractive. Uh, he, he found, if he finds Jeffrey attractive and there's a weird, awkward pause and it's clear that he doesn't. Um, anyway, we finally get to the voting ceremony and Mateo and Gordon vote out who I'm very surprised, but they did. They voted out Jeffrey and Tony. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not mad. I feel bad for Jeffrey, but I'm not mad because Tony's annoying and he was even annoying on his exit. Um, if we can just get out Matt and Josh, my life will be, the show will be amazing. So that was episode six real quick with that episode seven is even faster of a recap because I, I'm gonna, I, okay. Um, we start off with um, Matt trying to imply that there's more than just sexual attraction with him and the guy that he's with, which is who's named Lariah. Lariah's gorgeous too. I'm sorry. Matt does not have feelings for this man. Matt wants to have sex with him. That's it. Like, you can't tell me. There's nothing I've ever seen you in this show that indicates that A, you're here for love, or B, that you have true feelings for another human being. You are literally here to get laid and walk away with some money. That's it. Uh, I think that's also a problem that I have with him. Like, be on the show for the real reason. The money really comes into play uh, in this episode. People really start talking about the prize, and it's like, 
I get it. I get it. And this is what I said to Peter. I said, I get that you have to have the money because that's what makes the show. But wouldn't it be great if you just had a gay dating show without a, a money prize and people are truly only there to try to find love? That's the show that I want to see. I don't care about the quote unquote game. The game is keeping you and your partner in long enough that you can actually develop that connection with and maybe give them surprise money at the end as like, a, hey, we're going to give you a $10,000 bonus for being our favorite couple or, or however they're going to win. Because we still don't even know how they win the show, which is annoying, but whatever. Anyway... Matt's trying to convince everybody that he has feelings for Lariah, and it really sounds like he's trying to convince himself. Lame. Okay. I Today's challenge is honestly what I think is one of the worst challenges I've ever seen on this show, and that is, that is saying a lot because they did the two truths and a lie, which whatever. In this one, they have to pair up with their partner. They're going to be tied together with bungee cords, and they have to clean a room together. <laughs> It is the dumbest thing, and I wanted to fast forward through it so much, but I was afraid I would miss something. So I sat there and punished myself watching some of the this most annoying humans ever clean a room together. It was, and I love Stormy, and even I think Stormy was kind of like, God damn. I think Stormy even felt this challenge was stupid, but she was the judge, so whatever. Uh, it was so boring. It wasted so much time in the episode. Bobby and Nathan win, which makes me happy. They win a massage bar, which I've never heard of a massage bar, but whatever. And uh, Stormy then meets with Daddy Charles, the Irish guy, uh, and Stupid Josh. And um, that's not the word I wrote, but I'm not going to say that word on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, it's boring. I wanted to fast forward through that, too. <laughs> and... Um, Basically, like, I think Charles might be attracted to, to Josh in a way that he probably just wants to hook up. But it's clear that Josh has no feelings, but he pretends like he does. But it's clear he doesn't. He's just there to try to advance his career. He's so self-serving. Um, he is, he is an, he's just, ugh, I don't want to say he's an awful person. He's just so transparent and fake. And again, also reminds me of people in the circle of my life that I don't want to be around. Um... Stormy, my God, do I love her. Uh, she's talking to them, and I, I don't remember what led up to the conversation, but she said basically that if Josh was straight, his face would be a perfect spot for her to sit in. <laughs> dead. I am dead. I loved it. Um, bef so during their weird date about the massage bar, which apparently is we're going to set a massage table down and you have to massage each other. And there's a couple oils and a candle burning. I was like, God, this show gets cheaper by the episode. I feel like they blew all their money on the mansion. I, I don't know. Just, you know what? Here's my suggestion. Don't give anybody the prize. Your production company clearly needs to keep the 10,000 to try to actually have some type of production value for season two. Anyway, um, during the date, Nathan gets all weird and was like, Bobby, I need to tell you something. And it's so awkward and weird. And then he finally says, I think I'm falling for you. And it was super sweet because um, part of Nathan's story arc this season has been about how he always runs away uh, when he's getting too close to someone because that way they can't hurt him. And um, Bobby says basically that he loves him too. It was a really cute moment. I liked it because I want them to be happy and I want them to actually work out. Um, anyway, then... I did not know this performer, Nikki Monet. I didn't know who that was. I had to go look them up and they're going to be on an upcoming show. 
produced by the same company that makes For the Love of Dilfs. And they they are a, a, a performer and a, and a striptease artist and, and, a, and a drag performer, I believe. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but she gets the, the guys to share their worst traits and Joshua's is like the worst because he's so fake. Um, <laughs> It's, it's garbage. Anyway, they have to uh, all get up and vote on who the couple is that they think they should leave uh, or that should leave the show. And it's brilliant. I loved it. Everybody voted for Matt and Lariah, and I'm not mad about it. It was like a toss-up for me because as much as I can't stand Matt, he deserved, I think, to be there a little bit longer because he's been there since the beginning versus Joshua, who's only been there a couple episodes. So anyway... Um, Stormy starts to tease the next episode, which tells us that all the eliminated uh, contestants will be back for the season finale. And uh, I will say that Matt leaves the show with as much class as he came in with. So there you go. And that is our recap of episodes six and seven of For the Love of Dilfs. All right, so, okay, we we tried Pepsi Peeps or Peeps Pepsi, whatever you want to call it. The next one, and I think this one's been out a while, but I just haven't tried it yet, is it's called Move Coca-Cola. And uh, I don't know, somebody said it tasted like, um, I think it was Chris, Guesty Bestie Chris said that it tasted with coconut flavoring. And I was like, well, I love Malibu, so why not try it? So we're going to try Coca-Cola Move. Get that bottle open there. Oh, it smells like Saint. <laughs> it smells like suntan lotion. All right, we'll let that uh, fizz down. That's the one thing I hate about soda is that it just takes some sodas take forever to like be fizz. All right, here we go. It's definitely got a a, a suntan lotiony smell. So, all right, well, bottoms up. Ooh, ooh bitch. Let's try this. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me try one more sip. But if this aftertaste is what I'm... Oh, okay. Yeah. Nope. All right. I got I got some liquid death to swish around. Hang on. Okay. All right. Woo. No. It tastes like somebody had some Coke in a can and they squirted some banana boat uh, suntan lotion in it. Um, it is not even fake coconut. It literally tastes like sun a suntan lotion. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, okay. So let me give my score. Here's what I think about Pepsi Peeps. And... Here's what I think about Coke Move. And here's how I feel tasting them both. Uh, I was going to be like, oh, this one wins because I really want, oh, God. Now it's like a fight in my mouth of marshmallow Pepsi and, and suntan lotion Coca-Cola. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. Bleah. Okay. Well, if you happen to like either of those, I don't know what's wrong with your palate. 
but good for you if you do. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to talk about real quick on our show is we have some breaking news. Ooh, bitch. If you follow my other podcast, Keeping the Old Tide Gay, you'll know that uh, I decided to kind of take a hiatus from that show this year and kind of give myself a little time, take a little creative break, give the cast some time off. And But I really wanted to do another show because I really love podcasting. I think it's really fun. And the more that you do, the better that you get, right? That's why I'm on the Missing Movie Club podcast, why I host Cabin with Kason. Um, there was an element of for uh, Keeping the Yuletide Gay that I really loved, which was uh, reviewing classic Christmas specials with uh, some of our guesty besties that have been on the show. And I wanted to keep doing that, but I didn't want to just do Christmas specials. So... I am so excited to announce that I'm starting a brand new podcast. And here is the trailer. Did you love it when Linus told Charlie Brown the true meaning of Christmas? Or when Rudolph finally gets to guide Santa's sleigh? What about when the wacky wall walkers discovered the true meaning of Christmas? You don't, you don't know that one? Well, what about when Garfield and Odie survived their horrible encounter with the ghost pirates on Halloween? Or when Willem the Mouse helped save the Mayflower in The Mouse on the Mayflower? Wow, okay, you definitely need to join me, your holiday host, Gason, and my gaggle of holiday helpers as we reach deep into the holiday closet to find some rare and forgotten holiday TV specials and episodes. Join us each month as we review, rank, and drop some holiday knowledge. Will these specials be something to add to your holiday traditions? Or should they be moved to the attic and never seen again? Join us starting in March for Out of the Holiday Closet as we dig deep and dust off some forgotten TV holiday specials from the past. And as a bonus, I think, <laughs> for you all, here's a quick little clip from the newest episode, which will drop on Friday. And uh, you can find it on most podcast apps. Uh, we did finally get it loaded on quite a few. And... Um, Here's a quick little uh, snippet of me and guesty bestie Chris reviewing our first special, which is in honor of the month of March. It's one of the St. Patrick's Day episodes of the real Ghostbusters cartoons. <laughs> this is when I hear Chris go, please, brutality. <laughs> I don't know why he got so mad at Ray. He threw him in a trash can. Yeah. Didn't like get nothing. Just this was like you were doing in the park, and he says, "I forget what Ray says, but yeah, the guy just like picks him up, throws him in a trash can." And I was like, "Damn, <laughs> why you got to be so angry, Irish man?" Uh, then we find out there's a parade that day, uh, and it is a. It's first of all, this takes place in New York City. Yes, right. The amount of of white in that parade. It was a sea of Caucasian people. In one of the most diverse cities in the entire world, it was nothing but white people. No, it was. Well, and did you notice too? There was only the one float for the yeah, cops. There's no, there's no other floats. They no, didn't. Just they the cops afford, got a float. Yeah, they couldn't afford like it's the it's the big St. Patrick's Day parade. And yeah, there's one float. One float for the, float cops. For the cops. Yep. But yeah, it was the is the whitest thing I've ever seen. Oh yeah, the scene, the crowd, they just do a crowd scene. You can tell they didn't want to bother with color. No, nope. they just they just they're like we'll just make them all just beige. <laughs> no, so, no one else celebrates yeah. uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day except for white folk. Yep, um, it was ridiculous. Then. Peter gets chased by the bog dog. Well, yeah, Peter's chased a couple times. The bog dog seems to have a kind of a thing for Peter, and then yeah, he chases him. <laughs> We've all had a thing for Peter. Peter. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a good time. I th- <laughs> I don't know. I think we talked about like Ghostbuster toys for a good chunk of that episode before we actually even got into the show. But uh, check it out. Subscri- make sure you hit subscribe so that you can uh, be notified when that episode drops. And uh, yeah, go out and give it a listen. Uh, again, it's it's on most podcasting apps. We're working on getting it on more. I, it's on Amazon Music. So is Gabbing with Gason now. That's a big win for me. I'm very excited. Uh, but yeah, you can find it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and more. So definitely go and check that out. And make sure you come back for our next episode because we'll be starting season four, which uh, honestly blows my mind. We've got some fun stuff that we're going to do this season. We've got some really exciting episodes coming up. So make sure you come back and, uh, and, and, and check us out for season four. So fun. All right. I'm going to let you all go because I honestly think I need to go brush my teeth. Um, I think the soda is still fighting in the back of my gums. So I'm going to head out. But before I do, please remember, be loud, be proud, be bold, be brave, and keep sharing your joy because that's how we get through all of life's craziness. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Did you love it when Linus told Charlie Brown the true meaning of Christmas? Or when Rudolph finally gets to guide Santa's sleigh? What about when the wacky wall walkers discovered the true meaning of Christmas? You don't, you don't know that one? Well, what about when Garfield and Odie survived their horrible encounter with the ghost pirates on Halloween? Or when Willem the Mouse helped save the Mayflower in the Mouse on the Mayflower? Wow, okay, you definitely need to join me, your holiday host, Gason, and my gaggle of holiday helpers as we reach deep into the holiday closet to find some rare and forgotten holiday TV specials and episodes. Join us each month as we review, rank, and drop some holiday knowledge. Will these specials be something to add to your holiday traditions, or should they be moved to the attic and never seen again? Join us starting in March for Out of the Holiday Closet as we dig deep and dust off some forgotten TV holiday specials from the past.